this is quite a time we're going through. People seem to be living in varying realities. The issues facing us are enormous. The one issue that has been very high on my list is the future of the planet. What is evoked in you when you hear the words climate change? Probably fear, anxiety, worry for the future, and we have ample proof to justify those worries. The effects of climate change are coming much faster than predicted in earlier decades. In 2020 alone, in addition to the awful pandemic, the world has faced fires in Australia, flooding in Indonesia, Kenya, Central and West Africa. Fires continued through the Amazon, California and Colorado, followed by a historic hurricane season in the Atlantic. We heard last year and are already hearing this year that we are facing the hottest seasons on record. We've had record droughts here at home. Wildlife is diminishing as are the forests that are the lungs of our planet. The news and projections have been extreme and terrifying. To add to that, the previous administration has put forth policies regularly that put our planet more and more at risk. Pollution levels increased, national parks and monuments were opened up to oil and gas exploration and exploitation. Coal ash has returned to the rivers. In order to increase profits, the former US president gleefully got rid of those pesky regulations that kept us, all the residents of planet Earth, safer and healthier. And the ensuing climate degradation contributed to the increased likelihood of more pandemics as natural habitats are destroyed and animal to human transmission increases. All of us have been living through this trauma experiences as COVID-19 rages, friends and family are ill, some have died, our economy is in chaos, and our fragile planet has been put at risk even more. We are experiencing a deep grief. We want a safe and healthy place for our children and our grandchildren, and dare I say it, the seventh generation of children. We could do a whole community forum on this. And as a matter of fact, there will be one, but today we're having a different conversation. The times, they are a changing my friends. This is both a very dark time and potentially a bright time full of possibility. It's important to hold these truths together. This is not the chaos of the beginning of something. This is the chaos of the end of something, many ills in our society. The very good news is that if we continue focused actions, the despair we have felt does not line up with the possibilities of the future. As we imagine our sustainable future, no, this is not just a fantasy, but it's actually attainable. It's not too late. We have not reached the point of no return. I look at the time we're facing right now as that as though we have been through four and a half year, a four and a half year disaster, an unnatural one, but akin to the trauma of massive hurricanes, tsunamis, or earthquakes. It has finally ended. And while the assault is over, 
we have tons of work to do to assess the damage and then move forward to address systemic changes that will make our precious planet sustainable for all. And to that I say, Happy New Year. As I believe, we are truly only 11 days into this new year. For me, 2020 started on January 20th. I breathe sighs of relief very regularly to know we have changed direction dramatically and quickly. We are leaving behind the policies of the 45th administration, which exposed the enormous fissures of racism, economic disparity, and the need for social justice heightened all that much more by COVID-19. This horrific ongoing disaster has demanded us to stop living unconsciously as we always have. We can compare the responses of these disasters. From 1980 to 2020, climate was far too inconvenient and uncomfortable to address. January through March of 2020, the hope of our leadership was if we close our eyes and blame someone else, the problem of COVID will go away. Massive opportunities for prevention of loss in both arenas were fully missed. But now both climate and COVID emergencies are moving front and center and we are finally seeing some real actions. When the pandemic started, when the pandemic response started in earnest, it demonstrated how societies and economies can pivot quickly in response to an emergency. Lightning speed lockdowns were put in place, vaccines were created and tested, showing us that with determined resolve, we can really get things done. When money is needed, with committed leaders, devastating issues can be addressed. Now, 11 days into my new year, President Biden has assembled the most comprehensive and diverse climate and COVID teams ever. They recognize that climate change is the greatest challenge that faces our planet. And when we are making necessary investments to keep our country going, in addition to stabilizing our economy, they can and will be made with the planet's health in mind. Being forced to stop globally has presented us with an incredible opportunity and determination. That is to clearly see where we are and not go back to normal or even build back better, but build anew with purpose, creating a just sustainable planet while reducing the probability of future disease outbreaks. Now, what can we expect nationally? In Biden's first day in office, we rejoined the Paris Climate Accords and stopped work on the Keystone XL pipelines. Native lands are being protected. In his climate address this week, it was announced that we will host the Leaders Climate Summit this April. The president has put executive orders in place that take bold action domestically and abroad. He has called on Congress to halt oil and gas leases and eliminate fossil fuel subsidies in a dramatic push and commitment to renewable fuels. We're making addressing climate change our long overdue 21st century moonshot. 
This may be the first administration that truly recognizes the intersectionality of the climate crisis with every single one of our ills our country needs to address. There is much good hopeful news and the answers are within our reach. We have entered a new revolution going from agricultural to industrial to digital and now the sustainable revolution. Technical innovations are far outperforming old ways of doing business. Renewable energies, wind and solar, et cetera, are cheaper and far more efficient than coal and oil. Investors are leaving them behind. All vehicles will be electric by 2035. There is no reason we will have to be dependent on fossil fuels in the future. This will help us to lower temperatures and reduce the poisons on our planet. Now, creating the future is not all up to the government. There is so much to be done, contributed by industry, and yes, by us, regular citizens, and we are being led by our children. Youth movements are happening worldwide, beginning with Greta Thunberg's Fridays for the Future and spreading to the Sunrise Movement in the US, in addition to many, many climate justice movements around the world. Buckminster Fuller once said, our children and our grandchildren are our elders in universe time. They are born into a more complex, more evolved universe than we can experience or than we can know. It is our privilege to see that new world through their eyes. Every one of us can do something. You don't have to be a youth activist or even a more seasoned one. We need to relearn how to live in community, reducing our endless hunger for consumption and wealth. And it can be done. Make climate choices with your wallet. If you're in the market for a new car, make it hybrid or electric. Switch to a clean energy provider. One of the simplest things you can do is look at the food choices on your plate. The lower the food is on the food change, the smaller your environmental impact. To those of you who eat meat, I'm not saying you need to stop yet, but I'm asking for an incremental shift. Have that meat be the smallest portion on your plate instead of the biggest. The less meat consumed, the more the lands can be returned to their natural state. When you eat fish, find ones that have been sustainably caught. If you can afford to buy organic, you will be helping not only your own health, but the well-being of the farm workers who pick your food and the land it will be grown on. If you've got space, create a garden, use sustainable and regenerative practices. We have friends in our congregation who can help you get started. Plant food, trees, flowers that make birds and bees and butterflies happy. It will make you happy too. And while we're all being asked to make a difference, truthfully, our individual efforts at best can impact 30% of the carbon output. We need to pick up the phone and make calls and write letters. Governmental action is great and going in the right direction, but they need to be supported by political and public will, which means we let our, our elected officials know what we like, 
and what we don't like. Encourage them along. Pay attention to what's coming up. Do new oil developments or the latest pesticides impact the poorest communities around us? You can get or share information on the latest updates in our Chalice Social Justice Facebook group. Consider joining Chalice's climate action team for local actions in Ventura County or Citizens Climate Lobby, also hosted by Chalice, to participate in lobbying Congress. We can save our planet for ourselves and for our children if we have the will and the imagination to work toward it and demand it. Alone, the tasks in front of us are daunting, but together we can create the world we want to live in. Not the old normal we've been used to, but our new normal. I came across this beautiful visualization that I would like to leave you with today, written by Colin Beffin, who calls it the best life and world exercise. Take a moment to imagine your life and the world in the future. Imagine the best possible life for yourself. Imagine the best possible world. Imagine how you living your best possible life can help bring about the best possible world. Let yourself imagine that circumstances have changed just enough for your ideal scenarios to come true. This exercise can help you achieve a sense of control over your life by helping you see what you need to do to achieve your dreams. My friends, these have been hard times with many losses and things to fear. And exciting times are coming full of opportunity and hope. Let us stand together and join hands figuratively until we can figure out, until we can do it again in real life and move forward. We must always keep our eyes on the prize. Know that this vital work we are doing on every justice issue is a relay race. And we are there to help each other keep going and carry each other forward and give one another the necessary breaks we need to get there. Thank you.